Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And where are we going? We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos, smash you, King Kong. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. You got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 322 of The Sith List. I am one of your 322 hosts, Arash Lashai, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos Buarguayo, the man we call Crunch Crunch. Les, what is up? The sky is up. That's such a dick thing to say. Let me tell you what. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying you're a dick. Yours wasn't that bad. I was at a, uh, a birthday party this weekend for my uh, cousin, my little cousin, and okay. I was at I was at their house, and my other cousin, who's um, you know him, Les Amir, and Boo, you know him too. Uh, <laughs> my my sister in law went up to him and said, "Hey, how you doing? What is up? How you been?" Or he said, "Just said what is up." He goes, "The sky," like a total dick. And she's like, uh, she, yeah. she, didn't, she didn't even know what to say. Like, she was like so off, but like, okay, smart ass. She said, you're smart. <laughs> and I was like, that's all you got, but whatever. Well, um, okay. Coming from you, Amir, you though. You, you didn't say it too bad, though. But I'm picturing Amir saying it, and I know Amir, so I could see. Yeah. I could see him saying that, and it's literally like, oh, did he really just do that? <laughs> like, so yeah. I get it, man. Dick move, cuz. Dick move. Dude, one of the most dick moves along that same line. I had a guy do this to me years ago. It's like, hey, man, what's going down? He said, you mean besides you on me? Oh! Dang. I would have... Yeah, that gets points. What's going down except for you and me? That's really good. That's really good. Hey, Eric, what's up? I'll just introduce you right now. What's up, Eric Strauss? We missed you last week, buddy. I missed you guys too, man. I was. It was really fun to play, to to run sound for those guys, the vocal trio that... I guess I really didn't talk about it. Yeah, the, I ran yeah. sound for this vocal trio. These young guys, they uh, did mostly acapella stuff. They did like classic, uh, like Scottish songs and sea shanties. They're all like theater uh, trained vocalists, and man, it was super good. Yeah, they were cool. You sent me a clip. They were pretty, yeah. pretty amazing. I was, uh, I was honored to do it. I wish it paid more, but it was still, still a good time. That's cool. No, we, we definitely missed. We had Catherine and thank you again, Catherine for coming out. And um, she uh, guys check her podcast out. We've said it before. We'll say it again. It's uh, that geek pod. 
And also, she wanted me to, to let you know that she's going to be on Star Wars Spelt Out. That's Josh Chapman's podcast. And she's on there as well, monthly. So uh, she forgot to weekly. plug it. So we're she's on there weekly? Yeah. Oh, even better. Doing like the Andor reactions. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. That's fantastic. So check that out as well. Uh, we forgot to do that. Randy, what is up? How you doing, buddy? Uh, doing pretty good, man. You know what one I hate? I hate when it's past midnight and you say, I'll see you tomorrow. And then someone says, you mean today? Oh, yeah, that is bad. That one's well, the worst. Yeah. Or the old classic, like, post-Christmas. Well, I guess I'll see you next year. Oh, my mom yeah. is notorious <laughs> for that, bro. My mom is notorious. She laughs every time she does it. She'll call me New Year's Eve. See you next year. <laughs> She's been doing it for ever. And I don't have the heart to tell her. That's enough. Bless her. Enough, mom. Cut it out. Yeah. What about Cut the people out, that, that send messages saying hello from the future because they're on the East Coast? Oh, yes. On New that's Year's true. Eve. That's true. Yeah, that's kind of douchey. <laughs> yeah. Well, King Tom, what's up, buddy? Um, I got to remember to send less a message after it hits New Year's out here. Uh, but I had a phase. <laughs> I'm going to admit this. I had a phase um, where if someone asked me what I was up to, I would say, oh, 6'5". <laughs> Dude, that's not bad. I'll take that, too. That's not bad. But the, the sky thing. or the That's clever, the though. That's clever. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, we're, that yeah, that's clever. Time. That's why yeah. that one. Right. Like when people say it, they say it as if they're the first person to ever say this joke. And it's right. Clever. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I worked at a place where one of the guys, it was a custom fab shop. And one of the welders decided to try to become the boss's pet and was uh, just up his butt all the time trying to get his daughter to date his the other guy's son and all this stuff just because he wanted to be in good with him and everybody made fun of him his name was last name was brown so you can naturally guess where that went with the brown nose oh. thing but one day the boss comes up and he's talking to me because i'm working on this project and he says hey slick how close are we i said not as close as you and jerry but i'm almost done with this oh, nice. <laughs> oh i said his name i'm like he's never gonna hear this doesn't matter <laughs> Governor. Jerry was just the name I picked out of Jerry to Brown. use. Just yes. Oh, our governor, California governor Jerry Funny Brown. Governor That's Jerry Brown. Was it with a J or a G? With a J. Mm. Can't trust him. I mean, with a G. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well, guys, I'm glad everybody, the whole crew, is back. And Eric, uh, you said you had a good time doing helping those guys out and mixing. Anything else happened to you while uh, you were gone? Um. No, life, life not good. that I can. Th oh, you know what? My family started a Bluey podcast. That's what I'm trying to get at. About the show from it's on Disney Plus right now. And it's from the uh, BBC and the Australian Broadcast Corporation. And uh, yeah, man, it's really fun. I recorded an instrumental. Well, the theme is instrumental anyway from Bluey minus the mom, dad part. Mm -hmm. I uh, recorded it with guitar and bass. It's pretty neat. And uh, I did a good job on the bass too. Even uh, had a bass player mention that they were surprised at my wow my skills. <laughs> Those bass yeah, players. it's neat, man, and it's a lot of fun and it's family friendly. If you guys are like, if you like Bluey and you're looking for something that your your kids and you can listen to on the drive to school or whatever, give it a give it a check out. It's called Dinner with the Healers, and it's it's a perfect length as well too. Yeah, that your kids' attention spans will stay. It's <laughs> what eight to ten minutes, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, and uh, we listened to it. Me and Malik listened to it on the way to my uh, my mom's. And yeah, we enjoyed it. It was great. Well What's done. What's so funny over there, King Tom? It's just the way Arash dropped perfect length. <laughs> Eight to ten. <laughs> I'm trying to promote a kid's show here, King Tom. That's usually me that's making those horrible jokes. 
Speaking of horrible jokes. Speaking of dick things to say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> literally. Oh, well done. This is going to be a good one, guys. Keith, tell me how you doing, buddy. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's chuckling. He, lo- he likes this joke. Look at him. Uh, all right. Everybody's doing good. Boo, you doing right? I'm doing good, yeah. Les, uh, Sky, still up there? You doing all right? Okay, good. Yeah. And uh, Randy, everybody. So good. Everybody's doing great. We got to see, uh, Randy and I got to see Steel this weekend. So big shout out to Steel. Uh, we got to hang out with him. And we, saw, we got to see Sal. And it was phenomenal because Sal and the crew did a whole Star Wars battle scene. And I mean, I, I didn't make it there in time because I was at the other party with my other dick cousin. But uh, Randy, uh, Tell the people what Sal and his crew did for, for wonderful Harry on his birthday. Sal and his crew are, they're genuinely philanthropists. Because <laughs> they are. Uh, for, um, for Harry's birthday, they all came down there and did a whole uh, choreographed performance with like a boom box. Like having with some people like voice acting the lines. They did this whole performance for all the kids. They passed out like lightsabers, like inflatable lightsabers for the oh, kids. That's awesome. That was right. It, I it wasn't was there. really awesome. That lots of Sal's doing flips. Sal was doing flips. I missed Sal doing a flip. Yeah, you did. Son wow, of a, you did. Yeah, bitch! You did a lot of Son flips. of a bitch! Like everyone else, it's funny because everyone else is very grounded, for lack of a better term. Like they just stay on the ground. And Sal comes out at the end. And he just starts doing flips. Whoa, dude! Like he's upstaging everyone. Yeah, <laughs> of course. That's okay. If you can do it at that age, shit, I'll be doing Damn flips. Right. I can barely I'll get a hamstring. I'll pull a hamstring looking at somebody doing the flip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good for you, Sal. And and when when he says that they're definitely uh, philanthropists, they are. They don't just do birthdays, guys. That's something actually they kind of don't do. They were just doing a huge favor to to steal. But they go to hospitals. They do things for um, all kinds of different charities and drives and toy drives. So they're they're great. They're awesome. And that um, yeah, it was nice seeing Sal. I haven't seen Sal and Steel in. in in a long time so it was really good to see them and happy birthday harry so we got there late and i would have been pumping this thing up with malik for so long so he didn't get to see any of it but when i came when we came there um none of the jedi were there they were up in like in a corner by like a waterfall and i was like oh they're all standing over there the jedi and the sith and randy was with them and when i told malik to come and say hi to them they all like stood in line and he walked through all the jedi and Sith. it was <laughs> rad it was really cool and he's like hi jedi hi <laughs> he just walked right through right through and we saw randy's like randy yeah that was pretty heartwarming <laughs> yeah it was cool we had a good time we had a good time so um big shout out to uh steel he loves these uh these intros he was telling us again and he really is into me getting a vasectomy we, we he <laughs> wanted details um exactly how it's going to go down when it was going to he has to be right. in the room with me yeah. I, I didn't know with covid protocol still in california if that's allowed um i'm still looking into that steel um it's very possible it's well, very we have possible. to figure okay. out what episode that's going to land on that's going to be patreon only i think people deserve it that pay i think to see the reaction on steel's face um I'm going to have a thumbnail already made for that. Uh, right. Yeah. Life sounds. Um, well, it's going to have to have a zoom in camera for the video, guys, because, you know, I got a Tic Tac between two and Red Hots down here. Not much to brag about at all. Guys, let's jump into the box office because did we have a big week? We haven't had big weeks at all. But I think this week um, we might have had a little better week. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. 
Smile was number one at the box office. It scores the best opening of the month, so not bad. $22 million. Parker Finn's unsettling chiller managed to pull in viewers looking for a good scare before Halloween and tallied $22 million in receipts. I saw the trailer for this a while ago and I thought it was a joke. I, I mean, I literally thought it was like a spoof for a trailer, but it wasn't. And I made a lot of money. Don't worry, darling, made 7.3. It's at $32 million. The Woman King, 7 million. It's at 46.7. Bros. Uh, 4.8 and King Tom Avatar made the top five once again at 4.7, bringing its total to 18.6 million dollars. I thought you already listed five. Uh, one, two, three, four. No, Smile, oh. Don't Worry, Darling, The Woman King, Bros, and Avatar. As much as you want to kick, I, I wasn't out. listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I figured you're still laughing at your joke that you made. Earlier. I am, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Uh, so yeah, Avatar 18.6 million in two weeks. Not too bad, actually, guys. Not too bad. Yay, yay, yay. All right. <laughs> so there's that. Does anybody even watching anything at all? People are pondering, the ones that can't see the Patreon. Uh, you, Amanda and I, we only watch shows that are a thousand years old. We've been going through uh, rewatching Scrubs. Oh. And man, I mean, their formula got a little tired at times, but it's that is a good show. Never watched one episode of Scrubs. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah. It's not a bad show. God, I mean, I, I'm not, a, I'm not, I, and I like Sarah Zach Braff. Chalk. He's cool. Is that the other hmm. girl? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Not a, was that in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know why. What's that? What's that? Her nickname was uh, Mulbutt, right? Uh, she had several nicknames on there. In one of the episodes, uh, Zach Braff's character is going over his ex-girlfriends. And he's like, he didn't mention her name because he said Mulbutt. And she started crying. And he's like, relax. You're Mulbutt. And she's like, oh, that's me. And she starts smiling. Oh, Love Scrubs, oh. dude. It's a good sell. That's that scene alone. Great I'm, sell. I'm, I'm into it now. Yep. Um, I watched Dahmer. Anybody watch Dahmer? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody uh, dabble into that whole thing? I watched three episodes of Dahmer, and um, yeah, kind of kind of trippy. Um, it's popular. Evan, Pe- it's been very popular, evidently. Evan Peters does a fantastic job, and it's pretty. From what I've read on the first three episodes, pretty factual of what they're doing, uh, which is, <laughs> you know, when they say life is stranger than fiction. Uh, can't believe it. I was hoping when I was reading it that it wasn't going to be as factual as what I was watching, but evidently it is. And my, oh my, it is pretty intense and pretty crazy. But Evan Peters does a great job. So if you're into crazy serial killer stuff, I guess uh, watch Dahmer. I went on a bit of a tear about that very thing on uh, The Motivators this week, that there's this whole contingent of people who are sort of idolizing Jeffrey Dahmer and how he really wasn't that bad. And I saw one really? person's thing that was like, he he isn't as bad as he might have seemed. He didn't really want his victims to suffer, so he killed them quick and all this stuff. And Jesus. listen, I'm... You're not making a lobster for dinner there. Bro. If you're... <laughs> If that's where you're at with this, listen, everybody's entitled to your their opinion, but you're wrong. I'm sorry. Dude. There's there's that's inexcusable to even utter yeah. that. For for the one person in this whole podcast that has seen it, it it's the complete opposite. 
it's it's when you watch it, you're like, how does the how does someone even fathom the ideas that what he was doing? And the only thing that I don't like about it up to this point is that the they're trying to, I don't know if they're trying to, they're trying to explain how this could have occurred, of, of how this led to him doing what he did. Right. There's there's a bunch of things that happened to him as a kid, there, but it's just pure evil, pure psychoticness. I, yeah, I don't get that vibe of, oh, dude, that wasn't too bad. He just like, you know, cut people's heads off, had intercourse with them, put, put their heads in the freezer and then ate their hearts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you serious? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's I don't know. yeah. It's crazy. I, it's, it's to a point where like, I've seen enough and, and then like, there's no, I was telling Randy this in the weekend. There's, there's no good going to come out of me watching the rest of the episodes. <laughs> like right. I've seen enough. I've seen this craziness. I get what they're trying to do with the background of his life. And, and I'm done. Like I I'm okay, dude. I don't need to see people suffer. Continuously. Yeah. The thing that, uh, before I haven't seen any of the show, but when you were telling me about that stuff, that's where I was like, I don't even know how someone gets to that point to do like this level of deplorable things. What got yeah. me was like the family members who were, uh, uh, their family were victims. And yeah. Them having to see this dramatized and in a way, again, I haven't seen it, almost like glorified in a way. Yeah, I don't see the glorification at all. And, and what I do see is a lot of blame in the, in the uh, Milwaukee Police Department because right. there was a multiple, multiple times they, they went up to his apartment. Mm-hmm. Multiple times they could have done something and they didn't. Hundreds of phone calls by the next door neighbor. The only reason is because he was in the projects in Milwaukee in an area that was a bunch of uh, crack houses and, and apartments that had a bunch of crack dealers. So the cops didn't even want to go into that area. So they would just ignore calls like that. But there was hundreds of times that he could have got caught. So I like the fact that that's being brought out to light, that they dropped the ball massively. And people got fired over it back then, and they kind of hushed-hushed it. Um, so... That's kind of an interesting thing. I had no idea about that. I, I mean, think he had, uh, he had a disgusting stench that was coming from his vents of his house for months and months, right. and they didn't do anything. I think what's happening is it's just re-traumatizing the families. Because oh, yeah. 100%. They're going, 100%. I mean. <sighs> and the guy that I'm going to say caught. this. And the, there's a guy that survived. He never was the same. Uh, I'm going to say and, this. I mean, if the series ends with him being brutally beat the fuck down to death in prison like he was, then maybe it's worth a watch. I don't know. Uh, You just don't do that. I agree with Eric. You don't. (laughs) You you make that choice to do that to human beings or to anything. Right. You, You. Right. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, it's so glorifying you know it and, and saying that he's not that bad. I I can't imagine someone that would possibly even have didn't those want words his come out of suffer. his mouth. He didn't want to speak. So to he suffer. killed well, them quickly. No, and, and he didn't. Here's the weird. I don't want to get into it because he so, didn't. Yeah, he didn't. So he did not do that. He didn't of kill his victims. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just just reporting on the. <laughs> he literally he literally did the opposite of killing his victims uh, quickly because he was that. Yes. Dimension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know what the F they're watching, but whatever. So yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer show. If you like Evan Peters, it's worth a watch. Watch the first two episodes and I guess stop. 
Um, but other than that, um, I don't think I've been watching anything else. Randy, you been watching anything? Um, it's not real, but I've been watching The Walking Dead. Oh, man. Well, Walking Dead seems more real than that fucking Dahmer show. Let me tell you. Unfortunately. Yeah, no, I watched the... Uh, they put out two uh, new episodes on AMC Plus, and I watched those. And it's The Walking Dead. I uh, Is it leading up? Like, okay, I don't want to get spoiled because I want, Andrew, I want to see Andrew Lincoln. I think the show dramatically got... Fell down. You, off the you, if, if you, so it's funny that Randy left. says that. It's funny that Randy says that because I think I'd mentioned to him that I just settled to start watching The Walking Dead because it was on AMC on Sunday before uh, House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh no, I gotta, I, I, I don't know where I'm at. So I need to like, you know, go check it out, yeah, check out where, where I'm at. That's and where I'm at. I have no idea. But I noticed that they are 100% all in on the Walking Dead universe and yeah. they already they in just yeah Raj just watch it on Netflix or something because they're going to show a bunch of they're they're promoting shows already that are going to uh spoil what you want to see. Oh really? Okay, yeah. I, I, so. I have no idea what's going on. I'm I'm pretty up to date. I only have like I think 6 or 7 episodes to, to Well they have like there. four shows planned. Yeah, that I've heard. I've heard about that. Yeah. And I, fine, man. I mean, hold on to it. Don't don't be like Netflix and just make a good season of make one good season of a show and not do anything. If you if there's a plan, hey, stick with it. I oh, I have started. Uh, I have started Handmaid's Tale for this this season. Uh, I'm like on three episodes in, and just as intense, just as crazy as it ever was. So that's pretty insane. And I saw that there's the interview with the vampires coming out on in AMC. Yeah, it's and out it's out now. Okay, oh, so I got to check it out because it's the producers from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Yes. And I was like, okay, so that's interesting. And I was a big fan of that uh, the the original movie. And I have I've read the the original book, two of them, Vampire Lestat, and then you know when that was a big thing when Anne Rice's stuff was huge. Um, Love the movie. So I wonder how this is going to be. I actually interviewed uh, Damian Rice when he was trying to get that show made. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right on. And this was probably like, I want to say like three years ago. And that's and that's uh, Anne Rice's son, obviously, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. And I know, uh, I think Trent Reznor ended up buying Anne Rice's house in New Orleans and made it a studio with him nice. and Atticus Rose or Ross or whatever. Uh, they do their, com- they compose music there. So yeah, there you go. Anybody else? Boo, did you watch anything? Uh, saw the uh, Doobie Brothers again on Friday. Yeah, I think I saw something on Instagram or something, right? Yeah, uh, on Twitter. How was it? Yeah, oh, it was fantastic. It was a Michael, better experience. Michael McDonald, Doobie Brothers, or yes, po- yeah, Michael okay. McDonald was there again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was great. Um, <laughs> just like that. Uh, yes, yeah, so it, it was a better experience this time because we were in kind of like that. Uh, it's like that amphitheater that's in like a natural like valley in itself where, you know, the stage and then the seats go up naturally like that. So, where the so the hell, sound where the hell did you go? It was at uh San Diego state. Open where open air theater was. Yes. Oh yeah. It used to yeah, be called yeah, open yeah. air. Yeah. I saw yes, Wingo yeah. There. Yeah. So, so awesome. Yeah, so, that, yeah, place so that was rad. really good. And, but the best part of the show was there was this guy in front of us. There's a good guy in front of us having a great time, having a great time. And, and it, from the last time that, that I saw the Doobie Brothers, there was this other guy there, hammered, just kept on saying, play China Grove, Constantly. play China Grove, free bird, 
yeah drunk out of his mind having a great time but he's also the same dude that said during like the middle of the song you slept with my mom oh shit <laughs> yeah so every time i see the doobie brothers now i'm like play china grow just trying to be that guy <laughs> that's the awesome. guy in front of us turns around and he's like looks at me and he goes gives me a thumbs up he's like nice <laughs> it was the greatest thing so i'm like this guy's having a great time i'm trying to enjoy it with him but you know the the whole brown family and i are just dying because this guy just turns around gives me a thumbs up and it's like an awkward wait of like two seconds nice right this guy has a blast they finally cool, play man. china grove he goes nuts oh, he goes nuts by tapping you oh he, he gave us all high yeah, fives right, and everything right, right. it's always the something sad- like that at, at shows oh you know? yeah he, he was great up. The sad part was, is that, you know, they finished, they finished trying to grow up in like this epic, just uh, crescendo. And then they walk off stage. Everyone knows that they're going to do an encore because they still have black water and a bunch of other mm. songs to do. But the dude leaves. I'm like, buddy, where are you going? They're 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 going to do more songs. He's like, nah, no, nah, no, nah, they're done. Parking, I'm like parking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you, th-? I was like, all right, well, sucks for that guy. Like that after, sucks. after black water, he comes back. He's like, you were right. They are doing uh, more songs. Right, yeah. <laughs> what is he a rookie? Come on. I guess, I guess. And it, it, weirdly enough, like his wife left like two songs before China Grove. I don't know where she went. Maybe he was going to look for her. I don't know. But yeah, so that, that guy was the best part of the concert he was just so pumped yeah yeah that's always cool to have somebody like that next to you you know unless they're like out of control like we've had that happen a thousand yeah. times this jabronis next to you yeah, he you was know. a blast or they just talk really loud like instead of oh it's the worst like i know he's like he's like that's michael mcdonald with the doobie brothers i'm like yeah yeah that's that's what happened for a long yes. time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, Doobie yeah. Brothers are interesting because they're one of the bands that they were they were just as popular or even more popular with the new singer than they were mm-hmm. with the old singer. I think the old singer stayed in the band, correct? When Michael McDonald came on? And he no just idea. No, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta look into it. It's kind of like Chicago. We were talking about Chicago earlier uh, in the weekend. And I know Peter Cetera Chicago is totally different than just uh pre- Satara Chicago. I saw them a couple of weekends ago at the with uh, with, with uh, Satara. I don't think so. I, I don't no. think so. No, yeah. they sounded awful. They sounded awful. Awful. Yeah. Maybe it yeah. was Satara then. Oh, just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Eric's a big Satara fan. He gave me an eye roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I'm glad you saw the Doobies. They're yeah. they're a very underrated band. Yeah, they're great. Bunch they're all of over. Hits. They're all over the Yacht Rock playlist. Yep. Mm-hmm. They are Australians come at me. I know that you're disagree with my yacht rock playlist because I had hollow notes on there, but yeah, whatever. All right. Anybody else say anything? Uh, no, we're all good. It's all good. Okay. Well, there was some, uh, well, let's give that shenanigans before we give out star Wars stuff. Um, guys, check us out on the Sith list.com where you can watch all of our YouTube reaction videos and breakdowns from everything in marvel dc i was gonna say dc there's a couple dc stuff in there uh game of thrones the house of the dragon that's out and andor recently we missed randy last night he wasn't there for it but um we we and less stepped in and we did it and uh we'd love to have you subscribers so click that little sub button and come on board and also uh please uh, join our patreon and uh, we have all kinds of cool stuff and all kinds of cool content there Great merch. Just go to sithlist.com and uh, you can find it all there. 
And then uh, other than that, I think we should get into some Star Wars. Um, Thrawn, is there an Andor that we need to talk about? Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. While Eric's on mute, I'm going to just say that Mark Thompson, I hope Mark Thompson uh, comes back so we can have a ton of voiceover stuff that we can ask him to do. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, Eric? I do know what you're saying, man. Sorry about that. I started <laughs> That's okay. furiously right. typing something stupid <laughs> in the chat. Uh, so th- obviously Andor is the big news of the week and will probably continue to be the big news of the week for how many more? Seven? Is that correct? We just had we have episode- seven more this season. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. We had episode five today and I did not stay up late to watch it. I watched it instead of going to work when I should have. I watched that and then went to work. But uh, man, comma, oh man, period. What a great episode it was. And I'm really digging the the storytelling style of of this. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, sorry. I'm digging the storytelling style of this, this show so far. And the depth of character and story development that they're putting into this and you know we were talking before during the production meeting about like what do you like a reaction video to this what do you react to there's a lot of cool stuff but there's no it's not hitting you over the head and i know like the words to describe that sort of thing are becoming old hat so i won't say them but uh all in all i love this and i wish it's i wish that I could have my kids, especially my son, watch it with me. But I think he would be bored to tears. He just wouldn't, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't get be. it. Yeah. But uh, seeing what everybody's up to, seeing Mon Mothma, poor Mon Mothma. Ugh. She's got a total dick for her for a husband. And it turns out she also has a teenager who treats her like crap. That's got to be a rough, rough home life for her. Yeah. Which, uh, she doesn't look happy, that's for sure. That's it. So what's everybody's thoughts on this episode? Raj, what do you think, man? You you mentioned the reaction stuff. Um, when this ended, this episode ended, I looked at Les and we were like, wow, it's going to be like five people um, watching this thing. I mean, I, I, we're doing pretty, it's doing decently. Like, But yeah, it's just not something that you're like, wow, ooh, ee, ah, not yet. But what I do love about doing the reactions is to hear people's comments and read people's comments, I'm sorry, about how much they love the show. So that has been really, really positive and really cool. So I thought the episode was great. I think it's just like I'm read- it feels like we're reading a book. You know what I mean? Um, it feels like we're it's just exposition after exposition, exposition. There's character building with a bunch of characters now, not just Andor. Not yeah. just Mount Mothma. We're getting a lot of different characters and we're going back and forth. The editing has been great. And um, there was still a pretty sick. And, and Randy hasn't watched this episode, but there's absolutely nothing we can spoil. I was thinking about this. Like, there's no spoilers on this, right? Right. I mean, there's, nothing happens. 
Yeah. Uh, nothing really happens. But the cool scene with the TIE fighter just zooming by was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. gosh. What a prick. It, it was, yeah. yeah I mean, dick. this TIE fighter buzzes these people, and <laughs> it looked so real. I mean, there's you watch it, and there's no doubt in your mind, well, there went a TIE fighter flying <laughs> feet over the ground. To have it be outside, I think, is really, really cool. Of course, it truly brings to light the <laughs> curiosity about how something like that could ever work, <laughs> at least in space. You've got you know the vacuum of space and low gravity to contend with, but regardless, it was still super cool. It's and always cool to see him in atmosphere, isn't it? Like in regular yeah, atmosphere. Like, yeah. Oh, dude, that's so rad. Yeah, and uh, the the whole idea behind this plan to go in and steal this the quarterly payroll for an entire sector and andor realizing that there's holes in this whole thing that they really don't know <laughs> right what they're going to do and them being threatened by him and vice versa and him admitting the realities of the situation uh that that's a cool move that's a really cool move and i don't know like with Luthen and his wife, I assume his wife, or at least business partner, talking about how, listen, it, I'm sure everything will be fine and we'll know soon, but yeah, this could all blow up in our face. That what that does to them, and then also like what all of that does to Mon Mothma, just it's tremendous. It's it's super well done. And there's so many questions about what are these characters really up to like gabe from the office his mom he's over there with his mom who by the way how dope is it that they have a restaurant booth in their house essentially right and and you think about the realities of how handy that is Gabe from the office because it's just built into this thing but anyway (laughs) she's like busting his chops and calling awful yeah calling the uncle and trying to get you know get him a new job and all of these things and what's his motivation for all this and like the real hard close-ups of his face and what is he thinking and then the the ISB agent the lady she's tracking a rebellion that she knows is happening and nobody else wants to believe it but it makes you wonder why is she is she wanting to get involved is she wanting to try to put the kibosh on it? What's the what's the driving force here? Or she yeah, you know, is she wanting to help them figure out how to unify their their factions, or is she ultimately out to stomp them down? You guys got any King Tom, oh, you got any thoughts on that? That's interesting. Um, I was thinking she's not a good person, but mm-hmm. I, I, I think <laughs> your idea is is interesting that she possibly could be willing to help. Um, that's, you know, we, we know where Andor is going. We know where Mon Mothma is going, but they've given us so many other compelling characters and to try and figure out, okay, are they going to be, are they going to make it to the original trilogy? They're just going to be off screen doing something else on another planet, whatever, or are they going to die sometime before then? It's, it's, it's very compelling. You know, even though even though we know what happens after Andor, to have these characters 
and witness them in their everyday life. And I, and like Araj said, it's, it's, it's like reading a book, but I really like this slice of life, uh, nature view that we get. Um, and, and the way it's being done is just very well done. My, my only, I don't know, I don't even know that this is a complaint, but my only thing about the episodes is I wish we had gotten that dinner party. Yeah, that's what yeah. a lot of people said. A lot of people have said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, said because that. yeah, that was so interesting, the way that was set up, and he was just such a jerk about it, yeah. and his friends and me. There, right. I, I there is one, It looked, I, and I thought we would get it because it looked like there is one in one of the trailers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. So may, maybe sometime in the future, but still waiting right. on that. What's the guy's name again with his mom? Is his name is his name Cyril? Cyril because cereal. Ah, ha, ha. I thought that I, mom... I finally remembered it. His yeah. mother was like the old woman from Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, she's or she's, or she's or uh, Mama Bates. Yes, yeah. She's a weirdo. Man. I got the I cereal. got like a whole Norman Bates kind of like, will you shut up kind of thing? Like <laughs> she's just overbearing a helicopter parent who's just gonna. My right. little boy deserves this, you know. She's she has connections, great, but like, she just gave me this really like that. She's the reason he's the way he is. That he's just this. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, it, it, oh, creepy. man, creepy. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. That cereal looked like cocoa puffs, but fruity pebbles cocoa puffs. Someone in the comments and the the reaction said a uh, booberry. Ah, That's booberry. funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know when they held it up. In in the color of it, oh, it's like that's a planet, and this person oh. is a destroyer of worlds. That oh, was like wow. the the that's... imagery that went along wow. with it. Okay, I, I didn't even think about that. But it's also cool to know for a fact that they ate cereal, yeah, and uh, had milk on it. So calf, calf, dude. No, that's Clef. coffee. Calf, calf is coffee, right? Right. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But to know that uh, Booberry is the cereal in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody knew it was from another planet. There's no way that stuff was invented here. Uh, Booberry, I mean, yeah. there was a line in this that I loved. And one of the rebels that Cassian is with on this planet said it. He yeah. And it was the title of the episode, part of it. It was The Axe Forgets, But the Tree Remembers. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's deep, man. That is really deep stuff mm-hmm. right there. I I dig that, you know, because that's like that ultimate long game of revenge. That your actions against somebody, if you're the evil empire, is there and gone. They don't care. You're it's just a means to an end. But the victims are the ones who plot long term to come back there's a book a short story by stephen king about a guy who it's called roadwork fantastic and this the approach and that line remind me very much of roadwork roadwork is a story of a man who is going to testify against a mob boss oh and before he can his wife and kids are killed by the mob boss oh He's a teacher. He takes a summer job working on a road crew, learns about doing road work. And then there's this stretch that this mob boss in his limo drive to Vegas all the time that's being worked on. 
So at night, he goes out there over a long period of time over the part that was supposed to be being worked on and digs this huge, long trench <laughs> that's one lane wide. And ends up then in the dark, moving all the signs. The limo goes flying through there and gets smashed. And the guy can't get out. And it's pretty cool, man. It's like the That's ultimate awesome. horrific payback. Yeah. And this this is like those guys and what the job they're getting ready to do represents to them makes me think about that. That they planned and planned and planned to stick it to them because of mm -hmm. what had happened to them. Yeah. And I like how they explain what their motivation is at least that one guy did mm -hmm. you know yeah very cool and what did the what did the uh, it's there's so many characters i can't remember any of their names mm -hmm. yeah me either but the lady who's in uh, the leader of that rebel cell vel 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 i think so yeah yeah when she says that everybody has their i can't remember the word she used but it's like their own rebellion hit well yeah him being uh, pissed about this being it being what leads him to this look because you know he lost the girl what does that really mean was she killed did she leave him what, you know what's the deal but yeah it's super cool boo what do you think of this whole thing oh yeah I, I agree i thought it was a great episode i thought the acting was great the dialogue was especially good you know it's it, you have to have great dialogue when you focus the camera on one person and they're the only ones talking because they have to sell the scene alone. There's no other points. There's no other actors there to help them or anything like that. Especially, the scenery is not moving. So you just see one person. The dialogue has to be great because you're just focusing 100% on that person. And I thought there was a few instances of that with uh, Lieutenant Gorn, with mm -hmm. um, Andor, the, uh, Vel. So I was like, this is this is great. Especially, uh, what's his name? The... Um, the the guy with the buzz with the buzz cut keen is his name keen skeen skeen i think that think that, skeen. that takes his uh takes his shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I thought he was great um yeah the show looks good mm -hmm. uh just every, it just uh just everything is really good about the show you know it, it, the the interesting thing is is that i think you could sell this show to somebody who doesn't like star wars or anything like that be like just check out this show it's a slow burn. Don't tell them what Star Wars is or if they just woke <laughs> up from, you know, from got from under a rock or something. But you'd, and they would love the show. They'll be like, this is pretty bitch. And this is a great like space, uh, you know, just kind of just espionage show. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty bitch. And it's Star Wars. That helps. Yeah. Um, it's so different. It is. Yeah. So it is very good. Um Everything looks great. Everything sounds great. <laughs> one not nitpick. One thing I found interesting. I was like, they're still using like physical media or medium for money for credits still <laughs> inside mm -hmm. the vault. And I was like, I was like, I th that caught me off guard. I thought it'd been like digital credits by now, or just maybe like servers full of cash. You know, like like almost like Bitcoin, if you will. I was right. like, oh, it's like real. It's like real money. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I was like, because I didn't put two and two together. I'm like, yeah, they are stealing like a freighter kind of thing. But I didn't put together. I'm like, oh, yeah, they still have like coins or gold or whatever, you know, whatever the valuable thing they use to to be the credit. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. 
so yeah so i great show i can't wait for next week uh, although th- this wasn't a filler episode i i won't give it that you guys are 100 right nothing happens but it's it's one of those that i'm gonna remember you know like words characters how they interact with each other what this means for the future you know some of these people are gonna die so mm-hmm. I, I think that'll be interesting to see how I don't know if they're going to stay together. If they do, how they grow, how these different characters are going to associate with each other. So I, I think it's going to be one of those episodes where you got to go back to and be like, hmm, because this happened. That's why this person is acting this way. If any of them make it. So, yeah. So we'll right. see. And we find out that it, that Andor was in jail, in an imperial jail. Right? When as he a ta- kid, he was in as like a, a, a juvenile like a detention. Juvenile, mm-hmm. juvenile detention. So, For three yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have any minuses for the show for them? You know what? Um, it's not a okay. So it's a minus, but in a good way. This is that you know when you're watching a movie and there's like the the nerves before the final scene, you know, or before the final act, and it's like everybody's kind of got that nerves, but it's just a short scene, or it's it they have to shrink it to fit into a movie. This was that just stretched out over the 40 mm-hmm. some odd minutes. Um, so, of course, it's more about the tension. It's more about the calm, if you will, or just how everybody's trying to maintain a calm before right. it goes down. So if there is a lack of action, you just take it as that. A lot of people. I know we want action because it's Star Wars and, you know, blow up. Blow up stuff, shoot up stuff, chop stuff into cauterize the wound immediately with lightsabers. Yeah, that's great. But just think about the scope of what Andor is presenting us. There are so many other things. I have to ask, is Rebels happening at the same time that this is going Dude, down? That, you just read my mind. I had a conversation today about this question. It, where is uh, Rebels in this time frame? Because my, my buddy at work, Weicho, uh, let's you know him. A yeah. huge Rebels fan. He asked, "Is Rebels going down at this exact same time? Do we uh, know if that's the case?" I think it does. Yeah, See? I, See? I'm trying to remember exactly how many. Uh, I think so. Kanan is alive during this. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. Kanan dies. I would say a handful of months before New Hope. Yeah. Like this is what's happening now. I would assume. Lando and Han are doing things too, right? No. Well, yeah. they're doing, some, they're, not, doing not, their, not, they're doing their thing. They're doing their I mean. thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. doing so, their L- thing. Lando's a smuggler. Solo ended like what ten years before a new hope. New hope. Cassian takes place five years before. Rebels is also about five years before. Okay. So that's yeah, it's going congruently going. Yeah. And then that's Kenobi trip, was man. 10 years. So Kenobi was taking place around the time of Solo. Okay, so conceivably, so just, it's not going to happen because there, I don't think there's the some type of show. overlap, at least in the activity. Am I right in a way, in a sense? Or there is. No, no, there, there's, okay. those, those things are happening. But that's so all I wanted to know. Conceivably, right. in theory, which we always get in trouble with in, um, in Star Wars, that Ahsoka is out and about during this time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because she disappears in season two. The other thing is, I think Leia is on Coruscant. Yes. A very young Leia. Yeah. A 15-year-old Leia. Around yeah. that age, correct? 
Yeah, I don't know if she's senator or apprentice, but she she is there. All right. Um, also, <laughs> this might be a little bit too soon for Lost Stars. Um, oh man, that would be Fane rad. and Sienna go to the, the. They might be like still in the academy. They academy. might not have graduated yet. Right. Um, but you know, we we've gotten all these other excellent pieces of media. Uh, you know, in in the last ten years, that's so crazy. And yeah. Stuff is starting to come together. Yeah, that's so cool. So yeah, to tie my point together, which is probably the worst way to say it was a minus, Eric, it's a good minus. You're right. <laughs> minus, that minus action that minus is a good minus. Spurred a discussion. I appreciate you all bear, bearing with me on that one. No, no, it's a good one. We, I actually <laughs> it was, talked it about... It ipso facto. My, my, also, my friend said, and, and Keith, Tom, you're going to appreciate this, and, and uh, Randy and Les, he said that it reminds him of Lost. He said, be, not, not because of what is happening, obviously, in the story, but the slow pace and how at the very end it leaves you, oh, my God, I want to watch the next one. Yeah. Oh, my God, something happened. Yeah. It's yours yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, when you I said that, right? Go ahead, Les. No, I think I said that as we were reacting on the channel. I'm like, this is about to end, isn't it? Right? Right, right Roger? I'm like, yeah. this, this, this is about to end. And, then, oh. yeah. and five <laughs> and minutes into it, I was like, we're not getting the heist. This, we're not going to get the heist. Yeah, when it was closing up, I'm like, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a cool spot to end it, the way yeah. they did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also thought it was cool that Andor specifically mentions exactly what you're talking about, Les, that the day leading up to it's always hard. Yeah. And you know, he's like, oh, we got to maintain and not destroy each other waiting through the tension of this right and how cool that we got to see them go through the tension of that you know usually it's a five like like i'm not shitting on solo but usually it's like a 10 minute scene or a five minute scene we got 45 minutes of them Mm -hmm. stressing out over what's going down tomorrow and then everybody kind of had their different moments of of of, uh tension with cassian Right, we got the uh, what's his name, the big guy with the mustache that that's leading the the troops. I don't know his name, but yeah, we got his uh, tension. His was tension cool was like he was really trying to just drill it in, like you got to be focused. Do you know what you're doing? You know. Then scheme is like, I don't trust him. You know. Then he grabs him, grabs Cassian with the knife to his throat and yanks out the Kyber crystal. Then the kid who's like the brains or whatever, or just the, the, the analytical guy, he's just technical, really technical. And that whole scene with him and, and Cassian where he's just motor mouth and just got diarrhea of the mouth and he's just going, mm-hmm. that's him just like, blah, 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 like just that's his but, but moment. It's, but it's refreshing to see how much he's into the cause yes. and how he it's in his heart. And when he finds out right. that Cassian's doing it for money, it hurts him. Yes, and and yeah. but that's his moment of tension of like he's just like yeah I'm really I'm fanatical about this right and then obviously uh, the lady looks at Cassie and is like get away from my girl get away from my girl <laughs> just get away from my girl. get away from my chick <laughs> yeah don't don't even talk her whole to her. thing is like yeah don't even look at her she she interrupts nah. him too a couple he's times like, mm, right? no 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 this mine just back up just just yeah. back up you you're here for something else let me <laughs> oh so funny. <laughs> I really dig the ch- the choices they've made in this. I like the music. I like everything about it. So hot damn, and let's just let's just have some more. One thing I, you guys may have mentioned it last week when I was on, is how essentially and unapologetically they've been like, "Hi, we have AK 47s here in this world." Yeah, they don't uh, give a shit. Yeah, now nope, AK forty seven. I mean, you know, 
like I was saying before with engineering, we've engineered things to, to fulfill a need and there's no reason why those same types of things wouldn't be around there. Sure. And, you, you know, in some Star Wars stuff, they refer to guns, certain types of guns as slug throwers. And they're talking about mm -hmm. actually ballistic weapons mm -hmm. as opposed to, yeah, you know, like like energy based weapons. Blaster charges. Yeah. That, yeah. that all I was going to say that all comes from the old Star Wars role playing game because they had to explain away what was the use of stormtrooper armor. And the idea was a lot of these backwater planets still had slug throwers. Mm -hmm. And the armor would stop that, but not very, very cool. blasters. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, King Tom, for that. Yeah. But, so, King Tom, tell us about this High Republic book. Um, yeah, I think it's called The Path of Deceit, and it kicks off Phase 2 of the High Republic, which takes place um, a few hundred years before Phase 1 of the High Republic. So hmm. it's... It's like a prequel. I'm probably about a third of the way through. It's, I like the story it, it's setting up so far. Um, the only thing is because it's so far ahead of what we, you know, spent a, more than a year getting into, there are new characters, new locations, the state of the galaxy is different. And something that helped me out with phase one was there were a lot of graphics out there and images, artwork of the different Jedi, the different species, mm -hmm. the different characters. There's really not anything like this. So I'm, when I'm reading, it's hard to picture who's who. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is, you know, I was very into phase one. I'm a huge fan of it. Um, and, you know, we're going to learn by the end of phase two, I'm sure, how certain things line up in phase one. Um, and there are families and places that are mentioned here, but we don't know for sure yet how, it, you know, if they are related or if it's just a passing thing to what happens mm -hmm. in the future. And just trying to, you know, having that in the back of my head as I'm reading is a little bit distracting. Um, mm. But it's it's an entertaining book, and and they're trying something new, and I'm glad they're trying it. Any any mention of Yoda in it? Not yet. Hmm. Not yet. Interesting. There it is. Star Wars: Path of Deceit. Yeah. Pretty cool, cool cover. Pretty cool. Yeah, cool cover. People on Patreon that could see. Well, thanks, King Tom, for that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I don't have anything else Star Wars wise. Yeah, hey, there's that was a lot. A lot of Andor. And King Tom hasn't finished the book. That's news in itself. Yeah. Uh, before we get into Boobits, let's uh, go Game of Thrones real quick. Let's do House of the Dragon because it's such a big deal, <laughs> in my opinion. And Randy, um, we didn't go to you with Andor because you hadn't seen it. But what was your thoughts? This was a big deal. This was, uh, we got a little bit of a time jump, did we? No. We didn't. We much, didn't. Though. Oh, just months. I saw something where Fernando, uh, our buddy Fernando, sent us yeah, a whole for that, thing. By the way, yeah, that was really. That's actually really great. Um, I think it's six months or three months after the yeah, fact. Like yeah. That. What's your uh, thoughts on this? Uh, we're going to spoil House of the Dragon right now. So if you don't want to get spoiled, please. Um, and there's a lot to be spoiled on this. So please, uh, forward about five, ten minutes or whatever it is, uh, and uh, go ahead, Randy. Um, it's good. I like the uh, the inevitability of Damon and uh, Rhaenyra getting together. 
has just been it's been inevitable. It was going to happen, and mm-hmm. I was surprised that it happened now. I thought it was going to take longer for that to happen. Um, seeing obviously the dragon shots were awesome. There was so much with uh, that little punk kid getting the dragon. Right, Eamon. Yeah, and uh, I know it was a great episode. It, everyone it really was throwing it out there and saying like, "This is where I'm at. You suck. I want you dead." Like, like, <laughs> it, like it, I want yeah. you dead. I'm not going to tell you about it though. Yeah, just go do what you're going to do. But I'm going to kill you in a little bit. It was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. It was, it was and very the, Game of Thrones. It was very, especially the first, let's say, like eight minutes of it, where mm-hmm. it was during the funeral, and there was just shots of people's faces looking at other people and scheming and looking at other people scheming, other people scheming. It mm-hmm. was, it was cr- so well done. Whoever is directing and who's who's writing these episodes genius like the the celebration to the wedding that was phenomenally done and this one i thought the first eight to ten minutes was like just like heart pounding because you don't know what's going to happen it feels like the ball is going to drop at any second so the interesting the interesting part about this most recent episode that's the first episode they filmed really so the awkward kind of standoffish thing that everybody has is natural because they haven't wow. worked with each other yet, so it so they I I think it was genius the way they built that, that in yeah. naturally. Be like, and they're kind of just they didn't really give anybody really any time to be together, and then they're like, all right, action, and then they just let it go. They did that purposely, obviously. Yeah. And, and then I, uh, oh, one ahead, thing that sorry. I thought was awesome was Matt Smith. He said that uh, he said that he thinks uh, uh, Damon is a uh, is a leaner. He's like he just leans. He'll lean against the wall, lean against the 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 uh, yeah, just the just the thing, and he just looks yeah. and studies. I was like, that's 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 an actor taking like a like a genius idea, just and mm-hmm. it adds to the character because he's you just seem like God. This guy's just such an asshole, but he's like, no, no, he's he's thinking. He's you're he's right. Doing he leans all the time, all the time, and he's just kind of in the corner watching everything. Yeah, he knows even what's when going he was, on. Even when he's he was sitting leaning. on the Iron Throne, he was like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. he's um, back. I saw something, a uh, more in-depth breakdown, and apparently Damon laughs to take the attention away from Rhaenyra's kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the uh, priest or the maester is basically attacking the kids by saying how Valarium blood runs strong, salt runs right. in our veins, and this and that, and then Damon just like kind of he notices the kids, and then the, the kids notice. Yeah. Okay, Uncle Damon, something's up. Yeah, yeah, something's up. It. Uh, I don't know, man. It's almost too good. It's like <laughs> they learned, and I don't want to say they learned lessons from Game of Thrones, but they did. Like they learned lessons. Hmm. They gave us a great product in the first version with Game of Thrones. Now they're just like. We can do it. We can do this better. We can we can lay. So the, what you're the saying uh, this has been better than Game of Thrones to you? I just it just feels that way, doesn't it? I think no, it's mm-hmm. definitely more. It's more condensed. It moves quicker. Like it, it, there is the re- more the reason, polished. That well, that's, it's like the, a polished. Well, the reason for that is you're too. focusing on one family. You're focusing on one or two families and not 40 characters. So you got to right. give Game right. of Thrones still credit, but they, oh, no. had, us, they yeah. had us, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had us engaged and you know how hard it is for what they were doing with how many characters are, they were doing it with. 
I love this show. I just yes. I, I I just still get upset when people shit on Game. You're not shitting on it, right? Not and yet. I'm not. When no, people, no. I know you're not. You're not. I'm just. I know how much you love Game of Thrones, but people mm-hmm. shit on Game of Thrones because it had a, two bad episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I've but what I'm trying times. to say is that this is just, and maybe that's the way to go is with it being condensed and being uh, all the fat trimmed off and like here's here's just the mm-hmm. prime. Like here it is. This is what we're giving you. And I think that with the other shows that they have coming up, that it may be that way too. So and time jumps. We don't get time jumps. In yeah, and they've been able yeah. to pull off the time jumps very, like, see, very well. Yeah, like very, we got another very one good. coming up. We got another one coming. Yes, up. yes. Yeah, a few years. Yeah. I think it's time, uh, five, time to go to war. five years. Five years. <laughs> yeah. I think. No, and then you guys are right about Game of Thrones because I I see Game of Thrones as like an epic, yes. something that just. Ah spans continents literally you know we have to cross a sea you know just an epic thing that you know condenses into everybody comes and meets at one point you know you can have your complaints i thought it's almost like an armageddon right it's it's like it's like it's like an an armageddon yeah it's like biblical just like an avengers film yeah yes exactly it's like that i mean it all comes together at the end and then and then then you have your end game you know right yeah exactly your battle so yeah, so I I I think that's yeah. So I, I I and I see I see House of the Dragon as it, it I, I as of right now as the beginning. It just it just the, I think it's one of the best parts of the Game of Thrones universe is the this is literally a game of mm. Thrones. You mm. take you know it's not a war it's not a war show <laughs> or anything like that. It's literally people you know killing people making deals conniving cunning just moves just chess moves i i would almost i would almost love to see this like on a on like a a game board kind of thing where people are making moves somebody gets knocked off the board they're murdered or whatever they die and then somebody else moves in because i think it's it's awesome to see you know uh rhaenyra and, and damon they love each other but this is Half of it's half that, and the other half is business. You know this. Oh is yeah, the, no, no, no. They know they're going to war. To yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. She's like, I she, need she, she you. She says, <laughs> she says like, it. Yeah. I need you. Yeah, yeah. I need you, uncle. Which was kind yes. of creepy when she says it. Yeah, and say uncle, and you go marry your bank. And then to just see the when she pulls the dagger, and dude, that was rad. It just right? got really. She's intense. just gone nuts. Yeah, and that's the dagger. That's the dagger we all know. Mm-hmm. That's the dagger yes. that saves Passed the realm. Yes. Mm-hmm. which is so cool yeah, and yeah that kid should have got jumped that kid should have got jumped hell yeah i mean i i admire him for for uh taking the uh, the opportunity to steal vagar in the bond and you know the what balls you on that kid yeah. you can't be broken uh <laughs> i but i also understand how the the kids were like man you should at least let us try like that was their whole point and he's like you should have you should have done it. Yeah, and his thing is as well. You should have done it. Did it? Too bad. Yeah. I did. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Right. And then it just went from there, and they just started pounding on his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was yeah, beating their ass though. But they started. He was. He, on he was gonna mm-hmm. fucking hit it well, with he, the rock. Well, okay, and nobody fails to say shit. he broke the little boy's nose. So right. broken mm-hmm. nose and a slashed eye. Sorry, I, I would take that as a, an even deal, apparently. Oh, but oh, really? Uh, oh, okay. I would. I don't know about that last time. Man, he he could have right. actually killed the I mean, kid. You know, if you break the nose the right way, yeah, you well, kill someone. So mm-hmm. that's you know, true. Yeah, but I don't he, know. It was a Broken little six year old boy, dude. He was like, Meh. 
That's got true. a grind. That was amazing. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Which how she reacted and how she couldn't contain herself no matter what. Oh, Otto's back. That piece of shit. God, that bastard. And you know, at, at times, I don't. I don't understand her thinking because she. She seemed so. She. She has been just put in a corner and told to stay quiet the entire time. And I understand that sucks, but there's, there's moments where I'm just wondering, I'm like, you got to think about it. What do you expect the King to do? He yeah. says, if he, if, if any of these rumors come out that those kids aren't her or aren't, uh, uh, Lenor's and They're she's and yeah, yeah, it's all fucked. So yeah. what do you expect him to do? Just say yeah. it and right. let the, to let agree. the chips fall. Yeah. No, right, no, and, and to do that to his own daughter. No, he has exactly. to maintain appearances. Exactly. For... So that so she has to move on from that because she has to think that can't happen. It's impossible. Even her father would be like, "No, what?" Even her father wouldn't do that. He's a thieving bastard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, it. But and then some of her other decisions. I'm just like, I think I think she's I think she's gonna be just pivotal in yeah going on, especially with uh. Lara Strong just sitting in her corner, that that kind of thing. I think she's just she's she's waiting, she's biding that her time. Weasel, man. But yeah, she fuck. she fuck that him, scene too. allowed her to truly voice her frustrations because mm-hmm. all she has been is a yeah, pawn yeah. in the mm-hmm. whole thing, you know, as far as this the series goes. She's yeah, like, really. Yeah, and I've it, just I've just done day, my duty and right. you don't get to do that. How how is that? But you know, technically Rhaenyra should be able to do whatever the bleep she wants. She's a Targaryen. Yes. She's in the direct line. You're the new and, chick. And going to be the queen. Yeah. You're the yeah, new but, chick. Like, yeah. I get just, that. You just I happen that. to get married in. Like, I was, so. I was, te- I was team Rhaenyra too. But like, Randy, you understand her motivation to not have her kids get, of like, course, killed. And, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and, and any yeah. mother would do what she's doing because at the end of the day, she knows that that's going to go down if that is what happens. Which Everybody's she's not in a no win situation. Everybody's not helping. Yeah. Everybody's in a no win situation, Randy. So I mean, I would like to think that if yeah. they were on very good terms, it would just be like, okay, Rhaenyra is going to be queen. Aegon, everybody just support. You know, let's just support and be a strong family. But no, power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And that's all it's right. done. It's fractured everything. That whole scene after the cut. You just see who's standing on one side and who's standing on the other. Yeah, there's definitely a division. Viserys is feeble, and he's representing that feeble strand of or that feeble thread trying to hold everything together before it the seam busts. Like he's just trying to just keep it. He's like, "We're family, damn it, enough!" And it's like, (laughs) "You're falling apart." That thread is falling apart, man. It's gone. Like it's over. It's gonna. It once you go down, it's over, man. Like. I feel he's just hanging on to prolong whatever the hell is gonna to just stop. Like, oh yeah, because he knows prevent whatever's going it's, down. It's chaos. Yeah. A yeah. uh, question for you all that did see it: the ending, which was a very great surprise. I love the fact that they didn't kill. Uh, What's his name? Lenor. Lenor. Uh, I'm I'm glad that that didn't happen. So was Damon's plan all along for that to happen, or those two con- conjure up this plan? I think they conjured. No, they it. conjured up. The oh, they conjured. I think it okay. was all three. I think. I think it was all three. You think? Damon I think. I think Damon said, "I'm going to give you gold, or let let let's. You're going to get money. Take the money. Mm, interesting. Let's make a very visible death. And then, more than likely, they were like, 
this is what we're going to do. Now, I don't know if all three of them got together. Say, but he did say there has to be witnesses. Yes. So I wonder if he was in on it, too. So that's interesting. I don't know. Landy, you don't think so? You think... Uh, I hadn't considered it, but um, I think that would be interesting if that was the case. That would, would be interesting. actually yeah. has this, like, side bet that he's doing to um, kind of mess huh. with Rhaenyra down the road if something were well, to get in the way. Kind of like a backup plan, yeah. Well, yeah, what if it's exactly. just a, a way to keep him... Because he's supposed to come back, or he's supposed yeah. to fight. If I'm not mistaken, are you doing uh, this again? Ahead. Are you doing this but again? But he's last... supposed to because we well, where's his dragon? He has to take his dragon. He's, I thought, he's got a dragon. He don't give a shit about his dragon. He wants to just live. He said he didn't remember. He said that earlier. We, yes, I don't care about any of this stuff. He's going to still at some point his don't dragon and him oh, have Lord. to maintain their bond. Mm. I thought as he died. That. I thought he died in the book. I thought it was a change. That did now that now he's alive. No, 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 no. The book, I think uh, they did the same. No, Lanor dies in the book, but oh, he really? dies. He dies fighting on later his on dragon. Yeah, he dies oh, fighting on his dragon. Okay, okay. And then apparently there's another character that they're saying he could. Right, they're so gonna I, combine I, I, the characters. Uh, so. Uh, uh, e oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great, great little breakdown. It was fun. Great episode. Love it can't wait to see the next one can't see wait to see the next jump and uh i can't wait for the finale holy shit like, what like every episode's been crazy good mm -hmm. i can't wait to see the finale and the one before oh lord oh lord oh lord it's gonna be it's gonna be good times um and people that have been um if you are listening to this podcast and you've been watching our reactions thank you for leaving those comments and you guys have been awesome it's been, it's been and there's definitely a division amongst people are watching between what team they're on it's pretty crazy, and you can see oh. they're starting to get an argument on in our chat rooms, in our in our comment sections, which is there's only one fun. right answer. I mean, what are we even talking about? You, you say your team black. I don't know what colors they are, but well, the Renaris, Renaris. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Okay. Aren't they red? Isn't it team red versus team it's, green? I, I team green versus the black. It's the green black. versus the black. Green versus ah, black. Gotcha. Yeah. Shirts versus skins. Hey, why yes. not? Shirts versus skins. Uh, somebody did say that the dragon, uh, Vagar, is that his name? Uh, he looks very saggy. And I, he's you know, old as hell. He's old as hell. <laughs> yeah, so that kind of sucks. Poor guy. <laughs> he's very saggy. Very Damn. saggy. Yeah. Guys, did you see the trailer? And I'm, I'm bringing this up now because I hadn't seen it. Their Werewolf by Night trailer. Did you guys see that yet? I, yeah, I uh, saw it at D23. You saw D23? Well, it's out now. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and um, I want to play it for you guys because I thought it was pretty rad, dude. Now, I, I can't believe something on Disney Plus and Marvel is putting something out like this, which is phenomenal. So um, let's uh, let me bring it up, and for the viewers here, let me um, bring it to the forefront for you, and let's watch this trailer. And you can't hear anything, I don't think, right? Okay, that's no. good. That's really healthy. That's okay. I'll fix that it right now. It looks amazing, though. <laughs> it already it already looks amazing, right, Randy? Right. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a veritable force. Here we go. Werewolf by night. This Halloween, you can't escape the shock, the terror of Werewolf by Night. Tonight... It is every hunter for themselves. Good luck. I'll be 
rotting for you. But one of you is a monster. So I was watching, as, one of as I was watching, I was like, okay, that, that's pretty cheesy. But then find out what breed of it gets a little crazy. You are. It's a uh, very film noir, very old school horror looking, like campy. Night. I love that scene in the background with the shadows. <laughs> Just really weird hey, to see. Hey, you doing? It's really weird to see a Disney Plus logo at the end of that to me, which, mm-hmm. but I think that's great. That special presentation bumper at the beginning reminded me of the old CBS yep. thing they'd show before yep. Charlie and, Brown. Mm-hmm. That's started. right. That's exactly <laughs> what they were going for, I think. But pretty cool, right? It looks dig awesome. That? It looks unique. Yeah, it looks yeah. unique. Yeah. And I love that they're taking these risks. And isn't Chikino directing that, the composer? He is directing that. And he wants he wants J.J. Abrams to do the music to one of his things that he directs. <laughs> Nice. Which is pretty which is pretty cool. I read that today. <sighs> What'd you think, Eric? That was uh pretty neat. I like that's not something I would typically be like seek out right. to watch, but yeah, I dig it. I like the the old school vibe of it. And the music's cool too. That all right, right, right. That yeah, sound that was cool, and right? where they generate that where it's just a, like notes a half step apart from each other. Right. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Yes, yeah, interesting. Well, I never thought that we'd see something like that. I think the. Um, Do you ever see the Star Trek, Star Trek Four when they travel back in time? That's the whale, right? The whale. Oh, the yes. whale. Yes. Yeah, and there's that scene on the bus where there's that like punk guy. He's listening to the boombox, and and Spock uh-huh. knocks him out. He so he actually was like in the makeup and creature department and he worked on Return of the Jedi. And I think he's one of the actors. He's like the old guy with the white beard in this movie. Oh. But he's done really? a bunch of like creature stuff and worked with hmm. puppets and everything. That's neat. Interesting. Yeah, that is yeah. neat. That's really cool. Right on. All right. Well, there was there was that. Um shenanigan there and uh boo what give me give us some bits buddy you got oh, yeah. any you got some bits for us oh yeah, oh, yeah. all right you, you're waiting for your cue is that what you're doing oh yeah you know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it better be bits oh yeah it's bits bike it's bits i tell you uh-huh, uh-huh. it's bits it's bits uh, i just kibbled my bits give us <laughs> the bits boo <laughs> Uh, so we just saw that trailer. Some of us did. You know, Patriots saw it, and then you know we talked about it. Uh, There's an old guy with a beard. Speaking of old guys with beards, nice Santa uh, Claus. Lord of the Rings. No, oh. Lord of the Rings was recently purchased by, I believe, a Swedish uh, video game company a couple months ago. Maybe a little bit less. the The actual dollar amount I can't remember, but it was only for a few hundred million, which is at the time was pretty crazy. Nobody really talked about it because Lord of the Rings franchise movies, games, shows, and other things like that should be worth at least a billion, if not two. 
Oh, yeah, they were sold. The whole franchise was sold. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it, in order to do future stuff, what? so that was interesting. Yeah, that when that happened, some information has come out about that huh. that deal because other people were bidding on it. Of course, you know, people would love to get into the Lord of the Rings uh, franchise universe stuff like that. HBO was one of them, and they oh, wanted to do a retelling of the Third Age. Essentially remaking Peter Jackson's Lord of the Ring trilogy. You can see why wow. they said no. <laughs> they turned wow. down that. Really? Netflix Netflix pitched like a Marvel approach where they would do shows about Gandalf and Aragon and stuff like that. And this also completely freaked out the Tolkien estate. So I think I think it was a mix of some of the people who came in and said, Yeah, we'd love to do this. And they're like, no moving on next person because people are wondering why why did this video game company get such a a sweet deal i think it's because they agreed with the tolkien estates plan it's not just you buy it but we also have say on what you do oh that's very possible so yeah yeah because it was an it was an interesting number i I, i'd have to look it up later but it was like one of those be like wait a minute that just seems odd and just kind of just Rolled under the rug because it wasn't a huge number or anything like that. Yeah, that should be an insane amount of money, you would think, right? You would you would think it should have most been. Most likely but, the family, yeah. the previous owners who ever sold it, are most likely still on the board and have a vested mm-hmm. interest in the financial decisions of the Aha, uh-huh. so right. going to a video game company makes sense because there's a lot more money to be made in video games than yeah. film or right. TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Amazon just signed a deal. This is just can trying to continue the the deal thing, but it's not really that big of a deal. Amazon signed a deal with uh, the uh, James Bond franchise to have all their movies on on uh, on uh, Amazon Video. So oh, okay. I think that's actually today. Today, all fifty movies, all James Bond movies, are on Amazon, so you can watch them all, uh, which is actually pretty cool. So I'm like, that's pretty bitching just to have that's the rad. entire catalog, decades of of James Bond movies ready to go. Um, and then something else that was interesting about James Bond, we had talked about how um, the uh, producers of the James Bond movies haven't even started looking for their next Bond, um, but they said that it's like a 10-year plan. Now they've actually said that they're looking for their next James Bond to be in their 30s because we were wondering what would yeah. be too old for for their next James Bond. So it looks like the next James Bond is going to be in their 30s, which I think, you know, narrows it down, narrows it down enough where you're going to be okay, you know, with 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 who's in there. I still don't know who yeah, cuz whoever's going to take yeah. that mantle is going to be there for a while, so that's a that's a big deal for that person. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah, they they want somebody to do it for the next 15 years, that's why. Yeah, easily, yeah. Um makes sense. We just saw, or some of us have seen the, um, what's it called? Uh, Black Panther trailer. Um, that's pretty bitching. Uh, so, so another movie that's coming out that's in the Marvel Universe that's in the works still, that's been waiting a while. Armor Wars has been turned Ooh. from a show now into a movie. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be a series and now it's going to be a movie. No real. I don't think any other big changes besides that, as far as you know what's what's going to be shown or how it's going to be written or directed or anything like that. No real 
your concrete information besides that. So I wonder why they did that. Yeah. Oh, probably, they, they probably realized they have Don Cheadle. They're like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's make this a film. It's Don Cheadle, for God's sake. True. Mm -hmm. True. Oh. Everybody saw the Black Panther trailer here? Yes. Yeah. Eric, you did too? Yeah. But okay. Yeah. You don't need to watch oh, yeah. it. It was just, it was phenomenal. It, it was, was great. Ridiculously I can't wait. Good. Yeah. Everybody buy their tickets yet? Um, I didn't buy my ticket, but usually somebody else buys our tickets for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Andrew, <laughs> our buddy Andrew. Just the text message. Hey, look at the trailer. Hey, here are the tickets. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Um, more, more franchise movie news. Uh, looks like there's going to be another Planet of the Apes trilogy coming out. Um, we have a title for at least the first one. It's going to be Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. So this one's supposed King. to be coming out okay. um, da, 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 in 2024, and it's supposed to be many years after the last trilogy of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. So it's going to have the still continuity with he, that. What's his name? Uh, spoiler alert here. If you haven't yeah. seen it, watch right. the, the new trilogy. But Caesar's dead, but yeah. his son is still alive. I forgot his son's name. Um, yeah, his son was... Little, oh, gosh. I mean, wow. I need to do this. That was wow. phenomenal. Phenomenal. That was very good. <laughs> we'll go with that. Little Caesar is still alive, and maybe he's the one who's continuing this, or maybe it's much further down the line as far as Caesar's lineage. Um, or it's just a completely different ape that they're going to they're gonna deal with. Yeah. Um, Yep, not much there. There uh has anybody watched the The Witcher on Netflix? I've watched some of it. A little bit. Yeah. Les has uh, watched it. Yeah, the I, I I forgot her name, but Freya Allen. I, I think she's Cersei or Cersei or something like the that. The one that it's, turns from um kind of like not good looking to really good looking. Yennefer? Oh, no, no, Jennifer. no, no, no. Oh no, no, not not that one. The the, <clears throat> the blonde haired girl, his companion. Oh yeah. uh Siri. Siri, there you go. Her, she's gonna star in the King of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. So oh. there's still people running around. She's an actress. Yeah, yeah, she is a pretty good actress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh speaking of being a, a good actor or actress, uh Harrison Ford is Marvel's top choice to be General uh Yo, Thunderbolt Ross. This. Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross. I was like, what? that's actually pretty cool. I don't want him to do it because Thunderbolt Ross can kiss my ass. As a character, <laughs> and I like Harrison Ford, but that would be pretty bitching. Oh, that would Boo. be cool. Boo. Uh, Silver linings, my man. I know. We get a Red uh, Hulk. I know. I know. Oh. I know. It's, it's I like know. pineapple on pizza. It's not preferred, <laughs> but you're going to eat <laughs> oh, it, right? <laughs> you're going to eat it. So, you know. Oh, man. That is true. That yeah, that is the silver lining. That that is pretty good. Yeah, Red Hulk comes along. Just here, to, just a little bit of sugar makes the medicine go down. That's right? Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That <laughs> just saying, my man. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> uh, speaking of not a uh, possible Marvel actor, but a, an actual Marvel actor, uh, Jonathan Majors is in talks to stars Dennis Rodman. I saw that. In 48 hours in Vegas. This sounds phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, it does. So if, if 
uh, people who know of Dennis Rodman and his his antics already know of what's going on. And then if you saw uh, the Last Dance on I think ESPN, mm-hmm. um, you got real in depth knowledge of what he was doing. So the story follows his wild Vegas trip in the middle of the 1998 NBA Finals. Um, looks like uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are going to produce it. Yep. I think this would be incredible. And, and, it's, about, and it's about incredible. the assist, assistant general manager who's like this feeble, brand new assistant manager was told by the general manager, go get fucking Dennis Rodman and bring him back. So it's him trying to get him out of bed, like with Carmen Electra, partying. So it's going to be awesome, man. It's it's kind of like a... Uh, what, what was that movie with, uh, with Jonah Hill and... Um, Get, get, get him, him to, to the, the Greek. Greek. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying his damnedest just to get him to a fucking show. That's right. Yeah. That's so right I, I think think that would be an awesome movie. And it and it's it's one of those one of those stories where you're just not gonna believe what the fuck is going yeah. on yeah. the yeah. entire right. time. Yeah. And he's gonna be an executive producer. Oh, that's uh, awesome. On it. And uh, yeah. yeah. Rodman himself. Hey, isn't uh, Jonathan Majors also going to be in the next Creed movie? Is oh, it... I don't know. I know. Yeah, he's, he's the he's the guy. He's going to be fighting Ooh, Michael yeah, B. Jordan good for him. I just wonder is he going to be like Clever Langs? Like I was about to say, is he going to be the Miss Sun again? Yeah. yeah, very possible. Oh, wow, very possible. <laughs> but Coogler is not involved in that at all. Yeah. It, it's all it Jordan. It can stand on its own without him now. I think yeah. it can stand on its own. He's too busy making masterpieces like Black Panther. Right. Yeah, really. Exactly. Pun of the Apes is done by who? Is it going to be Andy Serkis? Uh, is Andy Serkis? Is that who it was? He, he was? He was Caesar and no. stuff like that, but no, no. no word on whether or not it he's going to come his back. Face, the dude who did uh, the Batman movie. Pizza, pizza. Matt Reeves? Yeah, yeah Matt Reeves pizza, did the pizza. Planet of the Apes movies. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. I think his son's name was Rocket, right? <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry, it was on a I, Sorry, I didn't hear that four times. Can you do that again, please? Yeah. In the movie or, in, or somewhere else? I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a loop, dude. It's on that stupid loop on this StreamYard thing. I was just trying to play it once. Oh, there's way too much effort to download that right now and put that in for that fucking shit. Uh, so no, no, I want Little Caesars. Oh, I know okay. it's phenomenal. Hey, you know, I had Little Caesars yesterday. You know, they have the like the crazy pepperoni the now, where there's a hundred. What's it called? The the pe- pepperoni fanceroni or something. It's like fanceroni. There's a hundred pieces of pepperoni on the damn thing. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, dude. And I is love it, pepperoni. Is, is it enough pepperoni? Pieces of pepperoni. I, Did I you counted count? Them. I counted them. Okay, hundred. Is it enough pepperoni? Wasn't no. impressed until I realized they were doing a hundred pieces. Hundred pieces. Wow. It's on a pizza. It's like it's a on layer a pizza. pizza. Just a layer of pizza, dude. Man. I mean, they're sliced into different pieces. Well, <laughs> well yeah, I would hope so. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that all your pepperonis? Bits? That's all. That's all I got, sir. Oh, <laughs> Eric, we had an email last week from Michael Basinger, and I, I wanted to read it last week, um, and I didn't because you weren't here because I need your help on this. He says, hey, ho. I just say, hey, ho. He says, hey, ho. 
Hey-ho, here we go again. Here we go. Hey-ho, hey-ho. By the way, guess what, dude? Malik decided to sing the Pirates of the Caribbean song for 45 minutes straight as loud <laughs> as you possibly can on my way to work today and dropping <laughs> off of my mom. Hey, he didn't nice. stop, dude. A pirate's awesome. life for me. Con- continuously, dude. He's going to be a pirate for... Uh, he got his costume today for Halloween. He's so excited. I don't. But uh, yeah, I wasn't excited about the song. <laughs> Could you <sighs> sing it for us? No, no, no. Uh, and then he doesn't know the words, so he goes, um, da 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 ba 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 da ba 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 Yeah. So. Here we go. <laughs> I know this isn't everybody's cup of tea, but I know Eric is a Swifty through and through. The stuff Taylor Swift is doing on TikTok with secret messages, Morse code, and hidden meanings is Mr. Robot levels of attention to detail. There are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. I want to hear Eric geek out and make some bold predictions regarding what we'll get from the Midnights. Now, I don't know if the Midnights have already happened, Eric. Uh, nope. Okay, so what is Michael talking about? And by the way, he did say, P.S. Avatar rules. King Tom drools. Oh. <laughs> so wow. Midnights is a Taylor Swift album that's going to release on October 22nd. And it is a collection of 13 songs that she wrote you know, when she's staying up late at night uh, for during various uh, like emotional periods of her life, I guess you'd say. And she's done these really cool song title reveals where uh, she's it, it's kind of neat, man. She's got like she's on the phone, but it's actually a microphone. And the base of it is where the sound comes out so that it sounds like you're talking through a bullhorn kind of. When she says it, and the the reveals are funny, and on some of them, she's got the receiver upside down, where the cord is coming out of the top, like it's an old school handset telephone. Right. And the thing is, Taylor Swift, as far as like from a marketing perspective, never does anything by accident. Uh huh. Right. There's some meaning in there, and I have no idea what to expect, honestly. So for what I've tried to do with this particular record is not dive into all that too much because, and I, I'm just going to say it like Swifty fandom is pretty jacked up. There's a lot of gatekeepery bullshit, uh, which is nuts because, you know, here I am, man, I'm an old ass dude and I dig Taylor Swift and everybody else is like a senior Swifty, meaning an old ass person who likes Taylor Swift is anybody that's 30 and up. Oh my God. How and so, yeah. And, and a lot of these kids are gatekeepery and the people who have met Taylor and they just, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very weird, very, I don't know. So I honestly, I've been trying to stay out of it. It's interesting because they're, they're fan, her fans want to dress like 30 and ups. You know what I mean? When cardigans all time yeah. and shit. And I you. think that you motherfuckers. the thing is, man, Taylor Swift, lover, hater is a fantastic songwriter. Mm-hmm. And as she's gotten older, she's really embraced uh, like a more laid back approach to her records. I mean, she released two essentially indie records during COVID that have some of the best songwriting. It's really been pretty cool. And so I'm very interested to see what this is about. You know, there was the rumor that she was going to be performing during the Super Bowl halftime show heard that and she is not she, no. she declined she said, yes 
And part of it is she's wanting to focus on the re-recording of her back catalog, which we've talked about on here. And people don't understand. They're like, what's the big deal? It's just one day. No, no, no. It takes weeks and weeks of rehearsal for a show of that scale, man. And yeah, uh, yeah, I I thought it would have been cool had she done it. Mm -hmm. But I'm... I guess I'm glad she's not for her. Hooray, hot damn. The this album, I mean, I really it's a I have no idea. Okay. None. I'm just real stoked on getting it. And naturally, one of the things she does, man, and this this I, I find this annoying, but it's she's a money-making machine. She has these cycles of merch that are only available for mm-hmm. like 7 days. That's genius. And people will go nuts buying autographed CDs because I've got a couple of autographed Taylor Swift CDs. And uh, like she's doing autographed pictures and stuff. And and then they'll bring it back. It's for seven days only, you better hurry. Mm-hmm. And then they don't sell them all or whatever. And they're like 20 days later, they're like, surprise, bitches. But the, the, it's 13 tracks at the end like there's this whole cycle of 13 that's part of like the taylor swift lore but uh there's a target special uh, you know target exclusive edition she's been teamed up with target for a long time yeah and uh i'll tell you what don't pre-order it from target you won't get it on release day just walk into the store there will be plenty of them <laughs> I think she copied her marketing advice from us because we have the same type of marketing thing on T Public. It's just we don't take it down. They do, and within three, four days, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And I try to put it back on with a different name and lasts about right. three, four days. And yeah, yeah, we don't get the the number of sales she does, but right, you know, I, I get it. I get it, Taylor. Yeah. Well, there you go, Michael. I'm glad we waited because. Um, I hope you got your answer on that. We have an awesome email from Dan, and I want to know less and, and uh, anybody, Randy and Boo. If you, he says, hello, Sith, hello, listers. He forgot the Sith part, but hello, listers. If you can reboot the DCU with any DC character of your choosing, with character, which character would you choose? Obviously, be realistic. If you love some characters, not many people know it wouldn't work. I personally think Shazam would be a nice character to use as a reboot in the DCU. What do y'all think? Hmm. Worst regards, Dan, not Andy, Darth Baines, Deceptionist, PhD. Mm. I like Shazam, dude. Uh, he was great in Chuck. I always feel like it needs I to love be that Superman. show, Chuck. Reboot yeah. Superman? Well, if you're going to gonna be, reboot it and do it, yeah. do it properly, like Superman is the foundation of DC. They just mm. need to do a re if if a reboot of Superman lands, then everything else is in good shape. Ah, good I point. Good I, point. I have to agree with Randy. You you just can't at this point you can try other ones, but to be honest, you gotta throw your best punch. You gotta throw you gotta use your number one most popular, most powerful, most relatable, most recognizable character in in They've missed the boat to use Batman just because they decide we're just going to make Batman movies and just saturate <laughs> Batman, just there's Batman everywhere. So you kind of, he, it kind of eliminates rebooting DC or, or basing DC or, fa- or may having Batman as a foundation. Cause it's just the constant so changing. 
yeah, they just go so many different directions. But with Superman, you actually can build something. And I, you know, they missed the boat before with Cavill. They had something really good. They had something mm-hmm. very, very good with that movie uh, with with Man of Steel. Very, very good movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would have I to like be it. Superman. It, it, I don't think of any anyone else. Honestly, Shazam yeah. would be great, but no, no, you need that tone setter. You need that hard freaking boot through the door. You need to stomp everything out and just you know you got to let people know who's who and what's what. You got to throw a gauntlet down, and it's got to be Superman. Nice, nice. As much as I don't like him, it just has to be Superman. All right, boo. You, you you agree? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like you know, when you think of the holy trinity of Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, the first one that pops up in your head is Superman because he is the guy. So it, it's just one of those where you kind of have to. It, it, it's not a cop out, but it's just the the only answer kind of thing. So yeah, so I, I I have to agree that yeah, it has to be Superman. Well, along the same lines. Marvel, I think, is going through the same kind of dilemmas. And um, I think uh, they are going through this with Leapfrog. As you know, <laughs> the search has been long and grueling to fill the role of Marvel's fan-favorite character, Leapfrog. <laughs> These are the lucky few that have made it to the final round. Hi, I'm Ginger yeah. Gonzaga, yeah. and I'm auditioning for the role of Leapfrog. Ooh. Freeze, villains! Freeze, villain! Freeze, villain! Before the might of Leapfrog! I was kind of hoping to get cast as She-Hulk, but I'll take Leapfrog. Also, I'm I'm not green in real life. I just I painted myself for this. Freeze before the might of the leap. You don't think it's gonna confuse people that I'm playing Leapfrog? <laughs> What's his superpower again? He jumps really high. Ribbit. Yeah. Ribbit. Oh. Ribbit, mother. Freeze, villains, before the might of Leapfrog. <laughs> I got chills just then. Uh, hey, did you guys feel it too? <laughs> oh, my God. I got chills just hey, then. <laughs> that was cool, man. And uh, I can't wait. I still have a comic uh, that King Tom sent me, the first appearance of Leapfrog in uh, a Marvel comic. I just found that the other day again, King Tom. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sending that to me mm-hmm. years ago. Years ago. So I'm very excited about this. Uh, She-Hulk, by the way, I need to, uh, I think I'm doing what Les is doing, saving him and then yes. watching him all at once. So I'm very interested about this episode. But other than that, guys, I think, um, I think that's it for episode number 322 of The Sith List. Boo, where can people find you? <laughs> what happened? Okay, there's a private joke. In the- <laughs> I think you could read that one out loud. DC oh. needs to do a reboot with a new Flash and have the soundtrack done by Better Than Ezra. <laughs> Very well done. That's really good. Did you come up with that shit? You're I mean, it would be good if you weren't on mute because I would really love to know if you came up with it. <laughs> God damn it. I did it so that it wouldn't make noise when I was typing yeah, and laughing. But, uh, did you come up with that? <laughs> yeah, just now. Very, Very well done. Thank you. Yeah, this li- the the you guys had two zingers, dude. The uh, pizza, pizza, and 
Hey, real quick on Little Caesars. Okay. When Batman, the most recent Batman was out, did you see the special that they had that was the Batman pizza where what they did is took a round pizza and cut into it and made a calzone. It was a Batman calzone. Yeah, calzone. Oh, it was good. We got one of those. (laughs) We have a Little Caesar direct, like literally two minutes from my house and it's phenomenal. We have those out here. I have to share Ah! this because. Yeah. I I don't know what I was thinking. Papa John's. Yeah. They have this breadless breadless bowl. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Breadless bowl. Papa's balls or something like that. Papa's balls? It's a Papa bowl. What was it? That too. Papa bowl. I I don't know what it's called. It doesn't matter. Papa bowl? It's basically all the toppings of a pizza in a bowl. Okay. Oh, my God. That's phenomenal. phenomenal. No crust. It's horrible. It's just horrible. melted oh, cheese. What? Like, what is it? it's I will, Boo would like it. I know Boo would like it. I will it use a hard A on it. It's horrible. 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 You're the cleft. Hey. It was so bad. Well, Wait a so minute. So, explain this. Like it's a, like a pizza soup? Like, imagine, okay. It's so like there's a, no it, crust. It's so like a we have lasagna like a, with no pasta. It's basically... Peppers, onions, a layer of cheese, and all the toppings that you would have generally on a pizza. But without the crust, all that grease buildup just stays in there. So it's just a greasy bowl of cheese and peppers and pepperoni. Sounds like a win to me. Sounds like a Taco Bell dish. I dare you to get it. I dare you. (laughs) I'm sure Boo has gotten it. Matter of fact, I'm sure Boo has made that before when he lived at home. And he's like, you know what sounds good? Let me just throw all this stuff and melt some cheese in the microwave and just eat this thing because I've done that. <laughs> so, so, so my yeah, dad. It's on that level. It's like a yeah. like a, a high recipe. Like if you were high, like, I'm just gonna make something. <laughs> throw shit in there. Like that's the level it's at. You'd have my to be stoned to enjoy it. Raj has had this. I'm pretty sure Les has had my dad's spaghetti. <laughs> Modest yes. spaghetti makes a great sauce. It does. It's mm-hmm. super spicy greasy. Shit. Oh, and yeah. yeah, spicy and greasy. So, and I'm I'm not really one for noodles. So what I'll do is I'll just get a bowl full of sauce, put a boatload of cheese on it, and just pop it in the microwave. And it's See? it's very greasy. It is there a very greasy thing. And I just scarf that sub bitch down. Yeah. Yes. So this, yes. this this pop a bowl is probably a. Is this like a keto right thing? Alley. Because let's, yeah. let's see the che- Okay, it's a keto thing. Okay, mm. yeah. Let's get that cholesterol up and lose some weight. I did that. I did that. I lost like twenty pounds, and my, you- my, do- my doctor said not right now. I'm saying when I did it, like uh, <laughs> a year and a half ago. Uh, oh, no. And then my doctor uh, said you're gonna die <laughs> after I did my blood work, and I was like, okay, well, I, I thought I it was working. He's like, yeah, it's gonna work. He just it's not sustainable. Yeah, Randy, okay. did you finish the whole thing or did you just like no no fall yeah, apart? He it. Yeah, he finished it. Atta boy. Yeah, okay, that'll boy. Yeah, well man. done. Atta well boy. Done. Papa John's has that be like, a soldier. That, that buttery yeah, sauce, that right? That's, that's, oh, that butter garlic, garlic sauce. Butter yeah, garlic sauce. It's quite good. Oh yeah. You ever taking shots of that instead of without the pizza? I've tried. Yeah. Their cheese sticks are great, where it's mm-hmm. just a pizza with no sauce and just cheese on it, <laughs> melted, right. sliced into sticks. Oh, yeah. so oh, good. That's great, man. I'm, I'm getting hungry. I have some. Yeah, I'm going to ask a man if we can have Papa John's tomorrow night. Get a Papa <sighs> You'll love it. Papa That's like Moby Dick's dad's name. 
Oh, Papa all right, all right. You can see me Not, at uh, the Sith List podcast and <laughs> uh, this YouTube channel doing reactions. And that's like uh, my favorite dad joke of all time. Dude. On Twitter at Lesbor seventy eight. I'll see y'all later for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Papa Boner joke. Uh, Randy, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on youtubecom slash Sith List, where we do reactions to all your favorite hit television shows, and I'm also on twitch.tv slash cursing user, where I do. Uh, gameplay and all that kind of stuff yes sir king tom chance king of all pods where can people find I, you i have no idea why you didn't ask me of all people who i would reboot the dc movie universe with i i would do it with checkmate checkmate yes i don't even know checkmate i'm sure no one knows who checkmate <laughs> is but that's who i would re reboot it with um but anyway you can find me <laughs> on patreon shows for steel wars the bad motivators blue harvest and the sith list and um all of you west coast people can check out my tweets from the future at tom chansky <laughs> you never fail bro eric where can people find you uh, check out my other podcast, Dinner with the Healers. It's a Bluey podcast that I do with my family, which I think is now live on Google Podcasts during the show. It went live, I think. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and uh, check out uh, my quote-unquote Star Wars podcast, The Bad Motivators, that I do with my friend Luke Cruiser. It's pretty great. Follow me on Twitter, at Eric Strathers, and I will now be tweeting not only about Taylor Swift's new album, but also about my Bluey podcast. Awesome. Okay. Check it out, guys. Please check it out. And Boo, where can people find you guzzling down that garlic sauce? Down your gullet. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, gullets a gross word. Gullet. It is. That's why yeah, I used it. That's why I used it. It's Gargling down gullet. There's there's down too much G going on in there. Especially when you're eating clam chowder. It's just like clam chowder down your gullet. It just doesn't. It's awful. It's just gross. Go ahead, Boo. Where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Sithless Boo. <laughs> you can find me. At the Sith List. Thank you, guys. And that's everywhere. Just fucking put at Sith List. You'll see me. And, and thank <laughs> you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you next week on episode number 323 of The Sith List.
bones, they make them bodies walk. Them bones, them bones, if they can 